now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Getting down. Hey everyone, it's Matt Knudsen. Welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Love that theme song. Thank you, DJ Sose. And I'm going to put this out there. If you or someone you love can identify five of the movie quotes in the Grabbing Lunch theme song, if you're one of the first three that can identify five movie quotes, shoot me an email, grabbinglunch at gmail.com, and I will send you an autographed copy of my new album, American. Five correct movie quotes will get you American. It was my most recent album recorded live at the Hollywood Improv here in Los Angeles. And I will actually start you off by saying, David Spaghetti Down is from Lady and the Tramp. So I guess you just need four of them now. But shoot me an email, grabbinglunch at gmail.com. My friends, welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. This is episode 65. The Grabbing Lunch Podcast is where I sit down with... Comedians, actors, artists, entertainers of all walks of life, and just have a relaxed conversation over lunch. So I record at a restaurant that is open for business. Uh, This week it was Caro's in Santa Monica, and there's no interview, there's no agenda. It just captures what happens when people aren't on, if that makes sense. A lot of times people have the reputation for being pew, 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 on and sticky. And this is just show folk hanging out. It is episode 65. It is Murray Valeriano and Brant Tobler, two phenomenal comedians, two phenomenal dudes. Murray Valeriano, you have seen him on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. He has a great podcast called Road Stories on the All Things Comedy Network. You can follow him on Twitter at Murray V, M-U-R-R-A-Y-V. And for the record, to make it easy to figure out who's who at the table, Murray Valeriano sounds like this. It was my first credit card I could get. Oh, me too. That's why and, I had it for so long. And I went to, I, I just canceled it like last year. Did you? Like two years ago. Yeah. And uh, I went to Europe in like 2000 and I called Discover. I'm like, do you guys, just, I'm going to Switzerland and France. Is Discover? And the guy went, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than being laughed at by the dude from Discover Card. Murray Valeriano. My next guest is Brant Tobler. Brant is another phenomenal comedian. You have seen him in the documentary 100 Jokes. He has a great podcast on the Sideshow Network called The 31. And this month he's starting a 60-city comedy tour that just might be coming to your area. So find dates and get tickets at his website, BrantTobler.com, B-R-A-N-D-T-T-O-B-L-E-R. He's also at Brant Tobler on Twitter. Great dude, great American hero, a small-town boy from Cheyenne, Wyoming, makes good. And for the record, Brant Tobler sounds like this. I'm trying to lose weight all the time, but I hate to eat like healthy. And I just figure one of these times I'm going to get food poisoning and drop like a quick 18. <laughs> yeah, I'm super happy about it. Ah, uh, the food poisoning diet. I understand that's very popular in Europe. Almost as popular as the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Please go to grabbinglunch.com where you can see pictures of my guests, listen to previous episodes with people like Will Wheaton, Helen Slater, Colin Hay, Josh McDermott, Kyle Kinane, Paul Provenza, Kathy Ladman. Uh, I could go on and on. There's 65 episodes. I usually have lunch with two people every week. So that is 130, 40-something guests. All of those archived are at grabbinglunch.com. Please go to, um, what else can I say? Oh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Subscribe in on iTunes, leave a five-star review. 
All of that stuff is super helpful. And patreon.com slash grabbing lunch if you'd like to become a sustaining member. A dollar, three dollars, five dollars a month goes a long way. I also have some merch and some giveaways for people who sign on board to support the Grabbing Lunch podcast. We are at Grabbing Lunch on Twitter. We are facebook.com slash grabbing lunch. And we are Matt Knutson. Hey, everybody. I'm at Matt Knutson on Twitter, mattknutson.com. Go there, stay there. GrabbingLunch.com, mattknutson.com. New episodes of the Grabbing Lunch podcast come out every Saturday. I'm actually going to take a mini hiatus. There's going to be no new episode next week because I'm running the Los Angeles Marathon on Sunday, March 15th. So I'm just going to give myself the weekend to focus on that, y'all. Thank you for the support. Uh, get all your tweets and emails and all that stuff, and uh, it really means a lot to connect with fans of the show. So don't be a stranger. Grabbinglunch.com. Uh, grabbinglunch at gmail.com if you want to enter the, the contest to win my album, American. So that is it. It is episode 65. It is Murray Valeriano. It is Brant Tobler at Caro's in Santa Monica. Let's eat. I've been to a Caro's, but I've never been here. This is your first Caro's experience? No, I've been to a Caro's. I used to go to the one in Pasadena, across from the Ice House, when I first started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Ice House. Yes. I just got an email from Jan uh, yesterday, the day before, like, need your veils for, you know. And I remember that was, like, one of the first clubs that I had done where I was just like, I'm at the Ice House. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to have an email. Like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty solid. But um, yeah, we got the we got our Irish car bomber hat. Yes, we are ready to. <laughs> I wonder what Brand's going to be rocking on his head. Well, hopefully he's wearing a, an Irish car bomber hat. People just leave us alone. Yeah, they just won't get anywhere near us. And especially too, because I got here early, and I told him I was like, I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to plan something, so if I could sit in a different section than everyone else. <laughs> So they're like, oh, they're playing some shit. And I thought the coincidence that the cop was over there was just a coincidence, yeah. but apparently they called him. We pulled up at the same time, yeah. me and the cop. Well, a lot of shit goes down at Caro's. Sure. A lot of stuff goes down. Because <laughs> they care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they care. Uh, and the cop, I was probably like three feet behind him, um, didn't hold the door open for me. <laughs> he didn't? He did not. No, dicks. he just let the... Dicks. He let the cop, the, the, you know... I let the door just go and it made me think like people give uh, like maybe a badge and a uniform just some credit I guess it's just kind of built in but that doesn't always mean they're polite and they're the nicest of people just be glad you weren't black you would have closed the door on your inch shot you (laughs) (laughs) how's uh, the album finishing good it's taken a while but it's good did you do the CD baby uh, I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm still... Thanks. But I'll probably do disc makers. Disc no. makers. No. Yeah. Can I have a coffee? Yes, Thank you. You want a coffee, too? Yeah, I can. Oh, yeah. That's okay. right. Thanks. I'm going to probably do disc makers, and then... I'm going to talk to Matt Belknap. Oh, yeah. He's giving me some good roads to go. Oh, great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I've met Matt a few times. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have his cell phone in my cell phone. I think that's the next level of connection. That's, that's friends. That's, yeah. But I used to always go to uh, see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I you never know. went to see you next Tuesday. Yeah. And by always, I mean four times. <laughs> I went four times. I think that's Hollywood always. Yeah, that's always. Oh, always. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, we're we're the best of friends. I went to see you next Tuesday the other day, four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me though. Like whatever I say the other day, it could be Thursday or it could be four right. years ago. It's the comedy the other day. The other day. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, the other day. Yeah, I just. Uh, I guess so. It's funny. I just um, I thought of this in the parking lot um, two two years ago, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> So I lived here like three and a half years. And I haven't really frequented the establishments on this street. Oh yeah, this place, I think like I was saying in the text, is like the old man Caro's. Where, I mean, it's happening right across from us right now. The guy oh, gets yeah. the newspaper, gets like nine refills on decaf, and just... Tips 50 cents. Entrenched, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's, he's here, he's hanging. 
I sent my parents when they were here in town. Oh, you go to the counter? Uh -huh. Right there? That's good. Yeah, I like couldn't counter. find it. Oh. They couldn't find it. I'm like, it's at 29th and Ocean Park. It's on the corner. It's yeah. next to the Starbucks. Uh, like, we're in front of the Starbucks, we don't see it. We're gonna go to Kara's. <laughs> and they went to Kara's? <laughs> came here. Well, they, you know. I think there's a certain age you get to in life where even if you can't find it, mm -hmm. you go to Carol's. Breakfast at any time of the day. Yeah. No, this is this is like my kind of spot. Like when you see yourself as an old man, mm -hmm. you're just like, well, I'm off to This is it, huh? I'm off to Carol's. Yeah. But it's I like it. And also too, it's just Pancakes and that type of thing are not a part of my daily life mm -hmm. until you end up in a spot like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, and for sure. And they like, oh, yeah, yeah. There's a good chance that my parents came here because they still take Diners Club. So, and I think my parents are the only ones who still have that credit card. <laughs> and Telly Savalas. Telly Savalas. Am I correct in thinking? I think. Telly Savalas is Players Club. Oh, I stand corrected. I think. And that would make sense because part of it Never Not Funny special pay site is the Players Club. Uh -huh. He's a big uh, Kojak fan. So. Does he, is Players Club still a, a viable way to pay for something? I don't know. I don't know at all. I don't know okay. anything about, I don't know anything about Diners Club. Right. <laughs> I just remember my, that's what my parents would whip out every, every time we went out to dinner, which was once every year and a half. <laughs> but it was worth Keeping the car. Oh, yeah. For your 5% cash back <laughs> on your hey, annual Hey, man, Discover's purchase. doing it. That's yeah. right. Discover. I, uh, I used to have a Discover card, and I, I went to cancel it. And the guy on the phone was like, oh, no. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's and it. he really. Knutson put his Discover <laughs> card under. It's the mic drop of the Discover <laughs> I'm out. He really. It was not a business-like tone he took right. at all. It was like, he really took it, took it hard. Oh, no. <laughs> it was my first credit card I could get. Oh, me too. That's why and, I had it for so long. And I went to, I, I just canceled it like last year. Did you? Like two years ago. Yeah. And uh, I went to Europe in like 2000 and I called Discover. I'm like, do you guys, just, I'm going to Switzerland and France. Is Discover? And the guy went, ha, <laughs> 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 Oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> you gonna say Discover? Yeah, um, I used to have like a chunk about the Discover card. Oh, really? It's just like, you know, when I would dine out with my Discover card, I'd always bring along my own apron and hairnet, <laughs> just in case, you know. Because it's accepted. I think that like the lead-in was like, it's a good way to keep your uh, spending in check. Yeah, yeah. Because it's only accepted in like six stores. Right. You know, so the Discover card, it's... And then I got rid of it, and I, there was actually, even when I didn't have it, I kept it in like a drawer, just like, oh, if shit goes down, like, I always have this. Right. Right next to my diner's club, my player's club. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? It used to be Master Charge. Oh, there before was a Master my, Charge and a Master Card, wasn't there? Yeah, or was it no, the same no, thing? It was switched? Charge, and then they switched to Card. But that was before I got into the... Oh, that goes way back then. Into the credit business. <laughs> the credit business. Yeah. She's been very good to me. Yeah. I remember my first credit card, and then they also sent, like, these checks that, you, that like, came with the, oh, yeah. with the statement. So you had, like, three of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I didn't... Did I ever use one? I don't even remember. But they charge you, like, 50% oh, yeah. interest yeah, yeah. And if, you, if you write a check against it. But I, that was... I think I kept, like, a, my Discover card and, like, a check from a credit card. Oh, just right. in the drawer. Just an emergency. Listen, I'm working. Things are okay, but... Just, you never know when the phone's going to stop ringing. At any minute, yeah. Well, right. if you listen to Susie Orman, Susie Orman says, never take an advance on your credit card. Never take any cash out on your credit card because the interest is, like, something like 50% or something like it's that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it, you'd be better off just going and getting a, a loan. Yeah. Or pulling out equity out of your house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The and only it, thing my dad ever taught me worth anything is don't get into debt. So I've been very, very good about yeah. debt. I mean, outside a house, I don't have any debt. Well, that's called, like, that's good debt. Yeah, that's the debt. You're, like that, student loans and car insurance, right. I think, are the three you don't count when you count your debt. Right. 
know, that student loan thing is all bullshit. <laughs> the rest of it. Let's not count or, that so people won't be on to us that we're, you know, making billions of dollars off people not getting their education. It's true. Yeah, sad but true. It's a big, big scam. My brother just finished paying off. He's like in his 40s. Yeah. Just finished off his student loans. And it was like, it cost like 20, you know. Yeah. My brother went to school too. He was like 29 or 30, so I don't even know if he's, and he became a teacher, so. Well, I don't know if he's ever going to pay his off, man. Wow. Pass it down to his kids. Sure. Is that, was that the plan for going to school for 30 years to be a teacher later? Or I just... guess so. I don't know. What other plan do you have when your major is theology and philosophy? <laughs> <laughs> Summering in the Hamptons is yeah. not. <laughs> you could have the deepest references of any comedian <laughs> in the game. Yeah, I went to college for a semester and dropped out. I was yeah. just like, it felt like an extension of high school. Yeah, well, I hated everything. I didn't know. And if someone like had set me down, like, so why are you going to college? I, I didn't have an answer. Sure, sure. And I, that's always been kind of a guiding principle mm-hmm. in my life, like. If I can't answer someone's question, why are you doing this? I very rarely do it. Oh, it's a, you know, it's a good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you can't, what's it? Uh, the crit. If you can't, if you can't, uh, if you can't explain your actions, you should crush into. Who said that? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I don't what's know. crit? Oh, I was going to drop a reference. My wife went to Art Center. Oh, okay. And um, so she's an artist. She's a, she's a great illustrator. But they have um, something at Art Center called the Crit Board. Oh, Crit or Crit? C-R-I-T. Okay, Crit. It's, it's criticism or critical feedback board. Mm-hmm. And you have to go and... Let's put that at the school. I'm bringing yeah. it home. <laughs> the Crit Board. <laughs> All right, Frank. I got some Crit for you. Honey, he's two. Listen, let me finish. But you... Literally put your work in front of the whole class, and your professor's there, and you get feedback from him, you get feedback from your peers, mm. and it's just like, so explain this. Oh, uh, right, right. yeah, the crit board. Yeah, so I think a lot of people behave, behave in a way that wouldn't stand up to criticism. No, no and, not at all. and criticism has taken on like a negative uh, connotation, like, oh, he's being so critical. It's just like, look up. What critical means, and it's oh, it's not what you think You're it right, is. huh? Yeah. yeah. It's called uh, what's it called? Semantic change or something like that. Yeah. So the definition of a word right. just changes over time. Right. You're gonna over that. <laughs> did you? What did you have to say? I said, I tweeted something like you're literally using the word little literally wrong or something like that. Right. It's, like, it's semantic change. Right. <laughs> I don't think that applies here. <laughs> It's semantic change. Uh-huh. You're using it Jewishly. Wait, I don't know if that. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that's a joke. I haven't done it in a long time, but it's just like I have like interests that I, you know. Well, I like to use the word literally, figuratively. It's what am I? What am Classic Knudsen. <laughs> that's the tangential, you know, fifteen unrelated jokes sure, at the sure, end of the yeah, set yeah. where you're just like, thank you, everybody. Uh, should we worry about Brant? I don't know. Brant's... I gave him the address. Yeah, Brant's... Uh... He's from... He, he made it all the way out of here from Wyoming. Yeah, he's so an interesting dude. He knows what time it is. <laughs> he knows the score. I wanted to thank him because he was an uh, uh, instrumental reason and the uh, reason I got out to Wyoming and did some shows out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Because he's like a Cheyenne... Bo- you know, born and bred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go to Cheyenne, and everyone's like, "Toe Oh, Toe really? He's got a big following. People love him out there, especially too that you got into that scene. And I guess I didn't even realize it. It's not that far away from like Denver and like the other bigger cities, but it's still a very small Cheyenne. market. Cheyenne, and there's not uh, there's not a big scene. There's a couple, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe an open mic or huh. two, but you know. But yeah, I reached out and uh, I got that together. But like, you know, that he left Cheyenne and then came to Los Angeles. And I think he goes back and forth between here and Las Vegas too. And yeah, so, yeah. You know. Yeah, he had a huge stop in Las Vegas. Yeah. There's something about leaving your town and then, you know, making, making good in the whatever the big I haven't city. Gone back I to make after I've made good. If I've made good, I don't even know if I've made we good. We were talking about that. Were you going uh, upstate New York? Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that up. Be a good tour. Yeah. Right now I'm getting the papers involved. Mm-hmm. The local rags. The local rags. The local rags. <laughs> the local rags. It comes, the terminology comes with the hat. Sure. <laughs> well, once you're wearing the Newsies cap, as we both are, then you know how to, yeah, you can drop it. Is there a Newsies convention in the back of Caro's over there? Are those paper delivery boys just can't let time go? Is that the deal? Holding on to the past? Extra, extra. <laughs> That was just the strangest criticism I got on YouTube one time. Was it? it was a comment in one of the videos I posted, and it and somebody said, "What did this guy write newsies or something?" Oh. I was just like, "What are you talking?" Guys, <laughs> 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 didn't tell me that. Like, oh, hey, we didn't man? have to How tell you. You rolled with the hat, buddy. Good, Good to see you. Thanks. Hey, buddy. She wants to sit over here, and I'll keep like I'm right in the center of the microphone. It's going to turn into the Murray Show. Hey, that's uh, what the people want. Do you I want know. a coffee? A Cocktail? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, orange juice? <laughs> yeah, can I just get an orange juice? Thank you. This would be the perfect time to start drinking coffee. It's like, uh, nah, I don't really drink coffee, so uh, yeah. I got enough yeah. bad things I put in my body. I don't know if coffee's bad. I just never got it. Yeah, it's probably not good. Well, for see, it's one now. of the acceptable drugs. Yeah. Uh, c- alcohol, tobacco, and coffee. And if you have any one of those things, you're like, ah, he's okay. Yeah. We're like, what pot? No, no. Alcohol, tobacco, and fire. Too much alcohol. Those are the three. <laughs> Acceptable drugs. Did I read that right? Did I read that right? ATF. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, well, let's let's throw in firearms too. These are mics. These are mics, man. We're rolling. Cool. This is the, this is the show. Whatever's happening in this moment is the thing. Oh, is it going right now? Yeah, I've been rolling since. Oh, you oh really? You got, our, you got our credit card. Uh, this is our. I got our diners club. Our diners club thing going. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it, yeah, it's all it's all happening. I was telling Murr that you're like the That's hero me. of oh, but Murray Valeria, <laughs> the hero of the Cheyenne, oh yeah, Wyoming comedy community, and I owe a debt of gratitude to you because I was able to go out there and hook up with Casey Schmidt and was able to do yeah. the my, pepper mill out there. My pleasure. Was How was it? Awesome. Really? It was the honestly the the pepper mill in Cheyenne was probably my best show of the tour. And the Peppermill in Rollins was the worst Sore. show of Great. the tour. You did the Peppermill tour? The Peppermill tour. Right. Well, I, I dialed it in, and then I set up the one, like Casey and I put yeah. it together for uh, Cheyenne. And then <laughs> the owner was like, well, I have one in Rollins, too. You want to do that? And we was just like, well, I, had, I didn't have something on the calendar. So, yeah, sure, absolutely. It was like an hour and a half away. Yeah. It was just... I'm doing Hot it. I'm doing garbage. it like next month. Oh, oh Rollins? Garbage. Awful, yeah. Oh, the Rollins one? Is it a bar? Is it a yeah, bar? Okay. It's a bar. That has but that's a shitty town. Anyway. Live acts. <laughs> um, I don't. Or were, you, were you like? I don't know. Did you go in and get the? Ah, oh, they're doing comedy tonight. Yeah. Oh, what a drag. Yeah, there was that. And there was um, when I went down there. There, there's like in the downstairs area. I, I had to go and set up the show myself, uh-huh. and um, so there was kind of banquet tables. The whole room probably sat like 50 people, you know, so there was banquet table things yeah. in the back, and then, so I, I made a row of like four four rows of chairs in the front, mm-hmm. and then the stage I put out like it was a runner carpet. There wasn't elevated in any way. It was like, well, if I stay on this carpet, it'll be kind of, you know, it's, it's show business as long <laughs> as you stay on the, the carpet. illusion that I'm three inches above you. So, so I was setting up the thing, and there was a cop who was there and he was talking to the owner of the club and he had to review some security footage because I think either somebody got stabbed the night before or there was a bar fight because there's a lot of like um, not not minors but there's like oil yeah, frack you know people, there's yeah. some blue collar so they had a whole thing where like um, blue collars and shitty people. people yeah they're they're shitty. not a lot of sleeves there's there's sleeves there's a sleeveless okay. it's a shit hole, so the um, the cop was talking to the manager at the barn and was like <laughs> we needed to review the footage of, from the night before and he saw me sitting up his chairs and he you know kind of had his shoulders back he was like what's going on here I was like oh there's a comedy show tonight he's like there's a comedian here and I was like <laughs> yeah he's like but I'm funnier than that guy. Uh, and I was like, oh, no. And then he came to the show that night, out of uniform, off duty, and he was wearing an Eric Carton t-shirt that said, respect my authority as the cop. And it was, it was terrible because it felt like I was at a party. Because, well, I came out and nobody was sitting in the rows. They all sat in the back of the penguin chairs. So I immediately abandoned the carpet and walked right, right back to the... Yeah. 
sure. to the banquet table, so I was standing close to them. And anything I would say, they're like, that reminds me of you, Johnny. No. You know, it was that kind of thing. Hey, at least you were relating. I was, <laughs> yeah. And so it was. Well, you didn't get stabbed. God, I did not get stabbed. <laughs> and then the next night day. I was in, uh, uh, in, Cheyenne? in Cheyenne. And I was like, well, I was in Rollins last night. And I could hear the crowd just go. <sighs> yeah, they <laughs> had that body shudder, <sighs> and then I felt the license to say, "And I didn't get murdered, and here I am." <laughs> and everyone, everyone loved it. Yeah. It's, do you have opening acts, or do you got to go up cold? Um, I the, the whole tour, I got someone who was local from the area to nice. to open. And then Rollins. No, Rollins not Rollins. Yeah, I was just saying. Oh, my intro in Rollins was the manager, who was just like, he's like, was here to make us laugh, and boy, I sure hope he's funny. Ladies uh, and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Desperation, <laughs> like, yeah. But the, during the day, I went on the penitentiary tour. Oh, or really? Gone on that. No. It's really worth it. It's fun. Is it you up know? and running, the penitentiary? No, it closed down. down. Yeah. yeah, it closed down. But there was oh, just. Oh, well, I'm glad you told me because I didn't know what I was going to do in the day. Oh yeah, do it. I think it's like you donate like three dollars or five dollars. Really? Yeah, oh, that's exciting. It was... I wanted to go anyway, but I thought it was still working. Mm-mm. They closed it down. So like you go and you walk through the like the, the yard and the whole area, the dining hall. Um, you get to sit in the electric chair. Really? Uh, it's a whole... Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm glad you told me that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for cool shit to do in the day. In yeah. Rawlings, Wyoming? Yeah. You guys ever do the... Uh... Just take a second and I'll show you uh, just a quick picture of <laughs> the people that were on. How many people were at the show? I went to, you know, the tour with oh, there guys is. like this. This is a... It's a great hat. A bearded gentleman <laughs> with a... a Bird shit on his hat that says "Damn Seagulls." That hat is incredible. You know. I want that. <laughs> that is a great hat. It's one of those truck stop hats. Oh, yeah. The guy finds oh, yeah. he's like, "I'm comfortable uh, this representing my sense of humor." Yeah, yeah. I've man. never seen that. That makes me laugh way yeah. more than it should. <laughs> and it's not. I'm not grumpy. You're just annoying. Is That's what the shirt. T-shirt oh, says. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy's, this guy's got, got a joke on that. every piece of clothing. He, <laughs> yeah, he could be your opener. Just He's walk, walk up there and stand there for yeah, a people high read five. For five I'm funnier than this guy. <laughs> Pull up his jeans and just have a, these hilarious socks. Yeah. Just close her and then walk off. One, one says left, one says you right, but it's on opposite foot. Yeah. <laughs> I said foot. Yeah. I didn't That's say okay. feet. I said foot. We still knew you were talking okay. about feet. It's okay. I was in character. Yeah, you got to coordinate. Coordinate. You get the mushroom belt. You ever work with that guy? I did. John Witherspoon? I did. You ever work with the spoon? No. I did a weekend. It was me, Louis Katz was featuring, Uh and I was, and and Spoon was, John Witherspoon was was closer. Dude, that guy can sell merch better than, like his last half hour is selling merch. What's Mm -hmm. he sell? Just everything? He sells a t-shirt. It's been a while. He sells probably t-shirts with like one of his catchphrases from his movie. Got to coordinate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he sells Polaroids of himself in like a little paper that you can come up and get your picture taken and it's 20 bucks right and he makes 20 bucks for the picture and 20 bucks for the shirt not uh, 20 bucks for both so don't ask yeah 20 bucks for the and he would it, he would underline 20 20 yeah yeah 20 and I, the first time i saw him I was in the background this is embarrassing this right. is i don't know into the show man a line around wow. the corner yeah and Could he cleaned not, up and cleaned up and it was nice too because as I was I was hosting in the Irvine Improv mm-hmm. for the weekend after I brought him up after the you know for the second show I could just I could just go home because oh that's right he didn't leave the stage after his set thank oh. you everyone and then he's like alright now here's a line right oh, here um, yeah, and his son, John Witherspoon Jr., J.D., he and I were on a basketball team together in the Comedians League. Really? So, yeah, J.D. Witherspoon. J.D. With- oh, J.D. Yeah. Witherspoon, that's a good name. Yeah. yeah. I can't sell merch for shit, man. Ugh. I don't even, I don't know how it, when you just said that, it just made me think, how does anyone sell merch? That's not famous. Right. I hate it. I did a show last night, and I brought this girl with me, and she's like, aren't you going to go out there and like talk to the people? I was like, no. I'm going to sit right here and wait for my money, and then we're going to go out the back door and drive back to L.A. Like, no. Where were you? In Brea. Oh, the show yeah. was good and everything, but I just, like, I don't have... 
you know, of course the host was selling T-shirts, and I don't care. I mean, if you, I know how hard it is to survive doing this. Sure, I don't man. care if you sell stuff. But right. I don't need to go out there and shake. She didn't understand. She just moved here from like uh, Holland, so she's like, thinks she's, she's like, go out there, talk to him. I'm like. No, it's miserable. Right. I don't want to talk to these people. It's awful. Give them a card with your yeah. Twitter handle on it. Yeah, well, I know, because people don't care. You don't understand it's ten people will say something nice, which is cool, but then one person will say something, right. and it'll just... Ruin your night. Yeah, and it'll ruin, <laughs> ruin the two-and-a-half-hour drive from And then there's the people that can't bring their eyes above your kneecaps as they walk past you. Even if they had a good time, they don't... They're uncomfortable. They don't know what to say. Plus, there was like five people, so we'll have all those awkward moments, everyone telling who their favorite comedian was oh, in front yeah, of the right. other ones. I'm like, I'm good. I'm just going to sit over here and right. wait for my $30. Right. She so, thought it was hilarious. She's like, they only gave you $30. I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know how happy I was to get this you know $30. What only means? That almost filled up my tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost filled up my tank. It was very eye-opening. I'm trying to impress this girl, and it was probably the worst. <laughs> trying to impress a girl by bringing her to your stand-up show. <laughs> well, she was impressed by the show. It was just everything that went with it. Right. She was not that impressed with it. Right. The mozzarella sticks and the thirty dollars and the right. no, she's like this. She was impressed with the show, not the business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the show business part was great until it got to the business part. Yeah. Was that the improv? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I love the brain improv. No, it was cool. Good room. They had a good crowd, but yeah, it's tough to get a crowd in that room, though, man. That's a hard room to fill. It was a late arriving crowd too, because I was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be like 75, which I'm still okay with. Yeah. But then it ended up like 250. Oh nice. wow! Up at like eight o'clock, man. It was packed. I love that. I did the Valentine's Day weekend down there. Oh yeah, weeks ago. that's right. Just... When you lost your voice. Yeah, yeah. We were gonna get together a couple weeks ago, and you're like, "I can't." Yeah, I had to cancel Thursday night just to save my voice for the weekend. Oh, dude, I'm they were sorry sold out for the rest of the weekend. It was great. Oh, well, that Valentine's that is great. Good weekend. Yeah. It's a good weekend. It was fun. That was awesome. You get to take out the girl and like, look, he's funny. You had a good time. I'm a romantic guy. (laughs) And they put those package things together, too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the club was cool. They're like, if you want to bring your wife down, man, we'll set her up a nice table. We'll get her some roses. We'll get a nice dinner going for her. Very nice. I'm like, yeah, my wife's seen me too many times. <laughs> it's going to take more than a rose to will get around. Will you write me a new 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's the only thing she'd care about. Not about no. my wife. <laughs> the most unromantic thing you could do yeah. is bring her to a show. Oh, uh, dude, this this Valentine's Day, it was like a classic stand-up comedy Valentine's Day. I went to uh, Popeye's Chicken and uh, a $3 movie in Pasadena, mm. and then I had a show like at some in the back room of some coffee shop. Nice. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, honey. <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. I got it was almost cheap. perfect. Yeah. I just realized how happy I was not to have a girlfriend and have to spend all that money. It really hit me this year. Broke, uh, the broker I am this year, I'm like, oh, this is like winning today. This is like getting paid. Right. Like, Five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ate pizza with Johnny Lacosto and watched a uh, Shark Tank. I think we were. <laughs> Tell that dude I said, "Hey, it was I really like that." Pretty guy. good night, right? Yeah, I seen him forever. Man. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. He brought over some heart-shaped pizzas and we clobbered them. <laughs> I can't complain. There is something about that Valentine's Day, especially like in the first year or two of a relationship. You're like, we gotta go all out. We yeah. Gotta, yeah. It's just that oh, yeah. pressure is not. Doesn't they, I don't think it exists on the woman's side. No, no. My wife now, she's like not even, she's like, let's not even bother and go out on Valentine's Day. She's like, hey, but I don't know. This is it's like New sound. Year's. It's like amateur hour. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've done everything on New Year's and everything on Valentine's Day. So, but I don't know how this happened. My, this is like, I don't know, this is like some 1950s sitcom story, I'm sure. But, <laughs> yes. but my friend Tim Lee asked me to do a Valentine's Day show with him down in Carlsbad. And I'm like, ah, it's Valentine's Day. I think I'm going to, you know, my wife just got off work. I think we're going to maybe hang on a Valentine's Day. So I tell her, I'm like, hey, Tim, you want me to do a show? I said, no. She's like, ah, you should do it. Just do it. I mean, it's Valentine's Day. We'll go out the following week. It's going to be too expensive. Everybody's going to be crowded. Yeah, I think we're right. Do you guys know what you want? Oh, I haven't even looked. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we might need one more minute. Yeah, but we are going to have some food. At least I finished my story. She just said that to derail you, Mark. I know, totally She's derailed like, my story. He's Can getting to the point of the 1950s story. Let me get in there. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it again. Yeah. Not the guy with the hat in the 1950s story. It's like, <laughs> that guy is boring. Yeah, so uh, he just said, come down with me. Or, oh, no. Oh, so, 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 I'm, so I'm like, well, I already canceled. I already said no. So, right. so then Graham Elwood 
who's doing the improv. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Sure, sure, good yeah. friend of mine. He's like, hey man, I'm doing the improv. That line. was this year? Yes, same, oh, same, yeah, same yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. <coughs> I'm doing the improv. You want to do a spot? I'm like, yeah, my wife just gave me the okay. Mm-hmm. Spot, so and ironically okay. enough, Lori Kilmartin was on the show that I did in Altadena. And she same was night? on the Grams that same night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I go to my wife, I'm like, hey man, since you said it was cool for me to work on Valentine's Day, Graham asked me to, oh, you can just go ahead and, like, I don't know what happened, but for some reason, I was wrong. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> so I had to call Graham and be like... Uh, I can't do it. I don't really know what happened, but I can't do your show. Wow, that's funny. And so then Orny calls. Orny Adams calls. He's like, hey, man, you want a feature for me and Bray on Valentine's Day? I'm like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get back to you. Let me check. And did you do it? And so, uh, yeah, so somehow that was okay. Right. So I ended up doing the whole weekend on Valentine's Day. Nice. Still not so sure what happened. your wife. Likes Orny better than Graham. Is Probably, telling, yeah, right? yeah. Well, Orny, you know, Graham comes over and eats all our food out of the refrigerator. So. Sure. Well, that, that's, <laughs> that's not going to endear him to yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah. Uninvited. Oh, out of my way. Orny won't drive more than 10 feet for anything. So. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was doing a, a, a podcast on a Wilshire at a food truck, and Orny Adams just somehow wandered, wandered past. Up. Yeah. So he got, he wasn't on the show, but he got name checked. He's like, ah, it's, it's Orny Adams. I, <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I recognize that guy. I loved it. He loved. <laughs> oh, he had yeah, a great sure. time. A little uh, attention for Orny. He had a great time. But I would rather go and do Hollywood uh, any night over Brea. You oh, know, for it's sure. no. You'd rather do Hollywood closer. over Brea? I'd rather do Brea over Hollywood. Really? All right. Yeah, maybe it's just logistics. Let's hold that thought while I figure out what. Let's hold that thought. Um, okay, who wants to go first? I would like to uh, banana power pancakes. Awesome. Okay. And how do you want yours? Yes. Over easy, please. Bacon or sausage? Uh, bacon. And country potatoes, hash browns, or fruit? Uh, fruit. Thank you. Thank you. And for you, sir? Uh, I'll do the um, the pancake breakfast special. The banana one also. Um, not the banana one. I don't. I don't have that one. Um, just this one, whatever this the one is. The great big breakfast. The great big breakfast. And how do you want your eggs? If I could get those scrambled, that would be okay. phenomenal. Country potatoes, hash browns, or fruit? Um, country potatoes, please. And then you, it comes with the two pancakes. Plus, you get toast or extra two pancakes. Uh, I'll do the extra two pancakes. Awesome. Just because I'm a glutton. That's the only reason <laughs> I'm doing that. Okay, so I didn't realize we were supposed to not eat for a week before That's, we got yes, here. Yes, you're supposed to fast, okay, and then right. eat real fast. Okay. That's what you do. Got the vegetable omelet, please. Veggie omelet. Okay, with country potatoes, hash browns, or fruit? Hash browns, hash please. Hash browns. And do you want toast or pancakes? Toast wheat, wheat, please. Great. Mm. And would these be separate or together? It's all together. Thank yeah, you. thanks. Like I said, uh, I pancakes and like mm-hmm. this type of mm-hmm. like old man diner food is not a part of my life. So anytime I do it, it's just... Oh, yeah. All right. I'm I haven't gonna... had pancakes forever. <coughs> I don't know why, it just, it looks so good. It looks so good. As it always does on the menu. Sure. Okay. Maybe it's the photography. Yeah. It just, yeah. The, it hits the syrup just so with the lighting. <laughs> just glistens. Yeah. Usually every every morning for breakfast, I um, juice vegetables, and I just will drink that. Yeah. So, I can't, healthy. I, can't, I, can't drink, I can't drink vegetables. I'm a vegetarian, but I can't drink vegetables. You should, um, if, you, if you blend it with Odawala, um, strawberry, like, uh, what is it, power C or something like that. You do like a 50-50 thing. It, it tastes like a like a Jamba Juice. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I should try that. Yeah, it's it's the reason I eat anything I want all the time. As yeah. long as I have that for breakfast, I'm just like, eh, I, I got my I serving. Don't even eat breakfast. I know yeah. I'm such an out of breakfast. And I guy. used to not be able to like. I'd wake up and by didn't eat breakfast, I couldn't do anything. And then one day it just changed. I think I just got broke. Right. <laughs> now or later, when I'm really hungry, <laughs> I had to cut something. I'll just cut breakfast. Try to sleep through it. Can't really sleep through lunch. Yeah. Well, I went from you know school to bartending and playing in bands to stand up. So I didn't. A, I didn't go to bed before three all through my twenties and thirties, right. and then B, I didn't get up before noon. So breakfast yeah. was never a part of my life, the yeah. majority of my life. Not even on the table. Well, I was telling so a, girl, a girl yesterday. I was like, I was eating. I was like, I couldn't do something because I was at dinner at like nine thirty. She's like, you're at dinner. It's like bedtime. I'm like, this is like an early dinner for me. Honestly, like I don't go to bed till like three. They find out I'm eating right. chicken fingers in the back of a club. Yeah. <laughs> and they think they're hooking me up. Right. I get anything you want, man. Nachos, chicken fingers, yeah. uh, dude, flatbread pizza. Go for it. The manager at the Brea the other night 
like I was st- it was when I was sick and I lost my voice I wasn't eating very much but I get hungry at like 10.30 sure and then they got nothing but shit on the menu so I'm eating yeah. mozzarella sticks and Bob the manager's like oh eating healthy I see <laughs> right I'm like screw you get something healthy on did the he, menu did man. you see it's the tear coming out of your eye the <laughs> I'm so lonely these mozzarella sticks are my only friend well get something healthy on the menu and I won't eat this shit right yeah, I'm surprised I have one healthy thing on there most clubs, is most clubs do, man. Right. That's a well, most clubs out here. Yeah. Well, Shit, yeah. The places on the road. No, forget it. You know it's like being a vegetarian going out on the oh, road, man. I don't know what I would do. Awful. I can't imagine. I literally had one waitress say when I asked for the vegetable soup, I asked, "Is there any meat in that?" And she said, "Just bacon." <laughs> First, that's a big yes. Just pig. <laughs> yeah. Just pig meat. Just pig parts. Is that okay? Just something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that food is just road food is awful. I guess it's your own choice. I could choose better. To, I could choose to eat better on the road. Right. Comic well, club. <laughs> it's Damn. hard to eat better on, especially if you're not making much cash. You don't want to spend the money out. You can eat for free at the club. So right. it's like you or know. the continental breakfast, which is just the. the I'm never up pastries. for that. <laughs> I'm never up for that. God bless Kyle Canade, man. We're right. on the road one time, and we just got lit one night. This is before I had a kid. It was just up till four or whatever. I let him crash in my hotel room. And he got up at set, like forced himself out of bed at seven, and just went and just shoveled everything from the free breakfast uh, into yeah. a giant bag and brought it back to the <laughs> brought it back to the room. Went back to bed. And at noon, we woke up and just feasted on cold, yeah. greasy Kyle, food. Kyle, 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 Kyle. Kyle. Oh, that's yeah, that's, so fun. I always try to charm the front desk girl into being like, "Hey, can I just come down and eat like when I feel like it? Just some cereal or something." Most of the time, they say no, but once in a while. Right? <laughs> Listen, can, can you just open the little case that has the yeah, Lucky yeah. Charms in it? Just like, Give me a bowl. So let me in this little room and I'll eat what I can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think a lot of times, too, even like, and I'm air quoting the healthy, like, ooh, yeah, the salad bar. It's just like, well, it's like iceberg lettuce and like three kinds of shredded cheese and yeah. Thousand Island dressing. Just like, pasta. I don't know why I'm putting on weight. I just need a salad. I'm, I'm totally. Yeah. And then everything has high fructose corn syrup in it. Like so, you know, it's like yeah. even the taco salad, even the taco salad, yeah. spaghetti soup, sauce, all that stuff. You're like, I'm, so I'm eating healthy. It's like, um, your I'm body can't break that down. Stuff is so good. I'm trying to lose weight all the time, and but I hate to eat like healthy. And I just figure one of these times I'm gonna get food poisoning and drop like a quick 18. <laughs> yeah, I'll be man, super that's how you happy do it. about it. Yeah, abs are gonna just, be ripped. This is the law of averages. If I just keep eating this yeah. crap, one of these Brand, times. You look it's, great. It's what happened? Bad. I almost died. Yeah. Oh, cool. Two days of throwing up, but I feel incredible. <laughs> I have a bit like that coming out on my album. So just so you know, I recorded my album before this conversation. Oh, <laughs> likely story. The old I recorded my album already. <laughs> It'd be so great if we like listen to it and it's like oddly inserted and it yeah, it just brands voice. So <laughs> figure if I eat the law of averages. <laughs> well, this dude. clearly recorded it in the studio <laughs> afterwards. Do you guys want something to? <laughs> <laughs> I knew a dude that I thought it was the greatest thing because he said he literally did that. He got he lost like. I think he lost 21 pounds one time because he just went out and got wasted on Red Bulls and vodka and then ate Taco Bell and then he was so drunk he came home and then he had some cookie dough he bought like from a Girl Scout that yeah. he left in the freezer forever so I think it was in there too long and then he just clobbered that <laughs> and then he woke up and he was sick as shit the whole day but it was a Sunday yeah. so he just puked while he watched football <laughs> and then he like felt better on Monday but he literally like puked out he said he lost like 20 pounds from that. I was like Unreal. That's like the Hollywood diet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like right before the Oscars, get yourself yeah, some yeah. Girl Scout cookie dough. Well, these people out here do lose weight. I don't know how. There must be some Hollywood secrets, but people lose no. weight like 25 pounds in like a week. Unreal. Sure I do running like five times a day and I gain like point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should dough. stop running. You look terrible. Oh, shit. Well, what happened? Yeah, did you see there was like the Girl Scouts sued some pot dispensary for... Um, because they had like a strain of weed called Thin Mint. And they're like, actually, that's a. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, that's a. Uh, yeah. And then there was you also. I think like they would go hand in hand with each I other. Know, right? a weed dispensary uh, and a box of tagalongs. I was going to say, there, there was some girl who, like, her dad took her out in front of, like, a medical dispensary yeah, and cleaned up. She, like, set Smart. the record. Smart. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, they're I high anyway. I don't smoke weed, but I did. I, we got kids in our neighborhood. So, yeah, it's, 
can't be the old, you know, I used to be the guy who used to drive by the lemonade stand flipping people off, you know. Right. <laughs> now I got to partake and buy and be the nice guy in the, in the neighborhood. So we bought like three three boxes of those peanut butter chocolate. Great. Killed a box a day, man. You just can't. No. Yeah, I have a nibble on them in my house. My roommate bought some. I was like, I can't eat them all because they're not mine. He bought them, but I'm right. like, how many can I take without him knowing? <laughs> <laughs> can I have Samoa? Yeah. Can I have Samoa? <laughs> Who's your roommate? Is he comic? Yeah, my uh, dude named Lance Patrick. Uh, what's your favorite <laughs> Lance? Yeah. He, uh, he's with Gabriel a lot. He opens for Gabriel a lot on the road. Gabriel goes... Iglesias openers pretty quick. Yeah, but he's the one white dude that opens for you. Okay, but doesn't he go? Because I know like knowing Gonzalez opened for him for a long time. Mm-hmm. Nick Guerrero oh, opened for him for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Does he filter? I think he, Thank he, you. He uses uh, yeah, like. Maybe. Well, I think he puts like four before each show. Four. Wow. Yeah. So he, but they do tight time. But then he has them all selling merch and shit after. Oh yeah. So it's part of the plan. But I know a couple guys that have. Fucked up and got kicked off the Gabriel train, so that's not a train you want to get kicked off. Don't get kicked off, Lance goes like Australia. Yeah, man, he's worldwide. Wow. He just started comedy. He's only been doing comedy like a little bit, and then he's, but he only does like three thousand seat arenas. I'm like trying to take him to open mic. He's like, man, this sucks. I'm like, yeah, because you just came back from Sydney, (laughs) opera house. Yeah. He's he's like a little jaded because he just has. I mean, I, I don't blame him. He's just kind of fell into a perfect spot yeah, where he just does go. the most incredible sold out gigs I wouldn't even night. know what to do in front of 3,000 people yeah I don't you know. know I mean I would but you just it's so disconnected from my oh. version of reality what's the most you've ever performed in front of 50 in Rawlings 50 in Rawlings <laughs> one of them was a cop I fucking hated him um, I would say maybe 15, 1,500 people yeah I'm about 15 yeah and, and the thing is I opened for uh, Bill Engvall mm-hmm. and so it People were, it was like a 1,500-seat kind of ballroom, and when I went on stage, maybe 500 of them had found their seats, uh, and the rest of them were still kind of being seated and just yeah. like, hey, hey, Jay, you know, and, t- and talking. Well, that's and, your job, buddy. Right. So that was my game. <laughs> and also, it was one of those ones where they have your image on a screen, mm-hmm. and it's like being projected next to it, so that, yeah. you know, so I just kind of like looking out of the side of my eye it's just like hey if you look to your left you can see a man struggling <laughs> and it's me I was the same way the first time I had to perform in a big venue with your face up on the screen I could not look at myself the whole time and I tried to grow a soul patch but I couldn't do it and like before the show I'm like ah, I'll just leave it on it's a big venue nobody will see and then it goes up on a big screen I have like a three story effortless soul patch going <laughs> How about you? What was your probably like a thousand? Mm -hmm. I did a show for I guess it was the whatever Palms Twenty Nine is. I can't remember now. That's Navy. No, it's not Navy. It's like Marine. Oh, Twenty Nine Palms. Or Twenty Nine Palms. Yeah. So it was like a thousand, a big. Mm. So it was cool. Like, but the same thing. The screen was like behind me though, so I couldn't look at it, which was good because like my grandma. I don't know. I guess it shows I'm like a narcissist or something. I don't even catch myself, but if, like at, we used to always have Thanksgiving dinner at this table and there'd be a mirror on one side. Yeah. And my grandma would be like, you have to sit on the other side because I'll just look at myself in the mirror and like That's make everybody. faces and be stupid. <laughs> well, not my family. Oh, okay. They all think I'm an asshole. <laughs> so I guess it's good I didn't see the screen because I think I'd be like... <laughs> Mugging. Yeah, yeah, just like the dude don't... Like, I don't know... But yeah, it was like a thousand. But that feels like a Tony Robbins thing too, where your image is behind you as yeah, you're on yeah, stage. Yeah. What if I told you that in just twenty minutes a day, I thought it looked cool, but then I just looked fatter in the screen. I was like, oh, this is awful. I thought I'd have a great Instagram picture. I was like, there's no filter for the fatness. No. <laughs> is, there, is there nothing worse than going to take a picture on your iPhone and you realize you've turned it around to point, point at you, and you're like, oh my god, oh, oh shit, who's this? Oh piece my of god, who's oh my this god. old fuck? I did a show, speaking of non-3,000-seaters, it was at this venue in Koreatown, and um, it was double booked, uh, but they didn't cancel either event. One of them was the stand-up comedy mm-hmm. show, and the other one was speed dating. Oh, wow. And so they didn't, they, the audience did not watch the show because they only had like five minutes to get to know. So it happened in addition to the show. And we just kind of mutually fucked each other's thing up. <laughs> and it was just terrible. I've and seen I, them do it the opposite, where they do the speed dating and then you go into the comedy show. 
But at the same that time, that sounds like that might brutal. work. Yeah, it was a good way to <laughs> that get. Sounds get like that didn't work at all. Yeah, no, it that's actually a good well. idea for a show though. Speed dating comedy yeah, show. Just, just make sure you do the two. Because even like they had like a, a triangle. Like when you oh, in the triangle, it means you have oh, one minute left. Awful. And so people are like ringing. People are trying to cover. And I didn't go up and do any time at all. I just remember talking about how we were all failing you know, <laughs> in comedy and in relationships. This is not going well. And then saying something to the effect of. Because they also had a photographer there. Like, you know, mm -hmm. how every show there's some guy who's like taking pictures. I'm just like, when we see these pictures on Facebook, no one will know that we're bombing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because it's like long lens, there's like a purple curtain behind you, it's lit just so. And you're like, I'm not failing. I'm doing great. Yeah, until the, the one guy comments. The power was still there. photography. This sucked. <laughs> it, it sucked. Yeah, this sucked. This is, was this the worst? It was pretty close. Oh, I almost didn't go on. I oh, really? Was like, I was like, but then, but then I like tugged on a sleeve to get um, the show, mm -hmm. and my name was on the poster. So that's usually kind of the the metric I use. Is my yeah. name on the poster? Did I ask to be on the show? Yeah. Uh, okay. I've never bailed on a show at. The, you know, I take that back. I bailed on a show well, actually a month ago or two months ago, and I felt really guilty about it. Uh, and a Graham Elwood again. Right. He's gonna give me like a. He's gonna give me like a five because I was working out stuff in my album. He's gonna give me a five, just a please allow. Sure. And the please allow at the bottom of the list is please allow Murray Valeriano and Damon Wayans. And I'm like, please allow Murray to go up before Damon Wayans. <laughs> you know. And sure enough, man, Damon showed up and like looked at the list, counted down two comics, three. And he's like, I want to go up here. And then he did like 40 minutes. Uh. And I just, and it was Dave Anthony and Graham were behind me, and I'm like, guys, it's your show. I'm just doing five. I'm gonna right. split, man. Yeah. Guys, I don't want to take that up more. I, I don't want to take up more of your time, right. you know. Yeah. So I, I did a comedy juice show in uh, um, at the Ha Ha Cafe mm -hmm. in North Hollywood, and Damon came on and did an hour. An hour, wow. Yeah. And I watched, I watched the whole time. I was just like, ah, he was good, man. He was good. He was funny. You know, of course, Dave Anthony too. didn't like him, so I like to hear him. I like to hear Dave Anthony rail at him. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> it was very revealing in a way that because you would think of like the Wayans now as like a, kind of this Hollywood empire, mm -hmm. but he said when they were growing up, Dad would send them around the projects trying to sell Afro picks and stuff. And, you know, <laughs> it's. That's what you did in Wyoming, right? That's right. Walked That's right. Trying to sell you know what? I went to the DMV yesterday to get my license, and the girl in front of me had a, like the black power Afro pick in her hair, mm -hmm. and I thought for sure they'd make her take it out for the driver's license picture, and they did it. Yeah. And then I wanted to ask her if I could put it in my hair because I think it'd be the funniest That'd thing. Good, right? I was like, it's probably not. Yeah. Black power probably wouldn't. She yeah. probably wouldn't be cool with it. But I'm shocked that they let her just take it, just yeah. a fist. Like, they made right me take of off my hat. For my last one. Yeah. Of course, they always do that. Yeah. Yeah, right. This but is like the first license I have where I wasn't doing a character. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like my previous two, I was kind of like, you know, getting into faces and just. Yeah, I did a big face on mine. Confused and. Yeah. But I had a hat on and I'd take it off so my hair just looks like shit. Yeah, mine too. I, but it's a good icebreaker. I use. I always do a big smile because then it's a good icebreaker, like uh, just when I have to give my ID to like a waitress or something. I used to keep this idea of my old boss. He was like a six-year-old Jewish guy. He looked like Howard Stern, like a retarded Howard Stern. And, uh, and I would just drop it on like waitress and bartenders, and they would laugh so hard. So I, I, I'm working on my ID game. Yeah, no, I mean that's how it works. Uh, that's Bananas? the, the monkey power you. breakfast. Jeez. Power. Oh, thank you very much. This looks incredible. That does look incredible. I don't like to call foul here, but your great big breakfast is just as big as this monkey breakfast. <laughs> I don't want to point out. Just the, for the record, I do have two more pancakes coming, Mark. Oh, all right. Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't realize this was place. your breakfast was in shifts. I had that, or I had uh, the toast. They're like, oh. would you like toast, or would you like two more pancakes? They're like, well, I can make toast at home. That's uh, weird because they offered me the same thing: toast or pancakes. That's Oh, did they really? That's a weird... That's like uh, tomatoes or shrimp. <laughs> not really a... <laughs> not I would never put that thing. together. But yes, I'd like one tomato and one shrimp. <laughs> Is that cool? Where'd you record yeah. your album? Uh, Melrose Improv. <clears throat> oh, nice. Yes, the mountaintop. Pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't want to do but it there. you still like Brea better? I still like Brea better. <laughs> I know, it's funny I say that, but... 
It was good, man. We managed to sell it out. And it was a good. It was a good time. Yeah, good time had by all. Yeah, yeah. But then Matt Fulcheron and I got lit afterwards. <laughs> well, you're my, celebrating. It was my one night out. My Where? wife went home. She's like, "Don't stay out too late." Take an Uber. Take an Uber. It's too late for my wife. <laughs> well, that's she, a good. What a great question. I don't know. I think that varies. <laughs> right. Depends on what I'm doing. Depends on the event. Yeah. Depends on the. If you're with the full charge, I don't know. Yeah, it could, it could get late. Yeah, I usually uh, wrap up around midnight. Between midnight and one. Unless there's like, uh, unless I'm on a show or something is happening. Right. At midnight, whatever's happened has already pretty much happened. Yeah. So I get home around one, you know, one ish. But it all depends. I have to get up with the kids, so I tend to call it early sure. anyway. Even if I get like. I know. I was, I'm really trying to do the not brant and hang out after shows and meet people. <laughs> <laughs> You're not missing much. It's called the anti-brant. The anti-brant. It's actually where you uh, talk to people and it's really impress women from Holland. <laughs> I haven't met anybody cool in a while, so <laughs> I should start going home. All right. Also, too, like I'm aware that I'm not one e two. Sure. You know, so if you're yeah. still trying to like make the scene and you know, I don't know. Go out and score. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to when you're like single. You're like, yeah. Well, maybe I might meet somebody. Maybe someone's uh, yeah. Maybe, you know. I keep making the mistake of messing with people in the industry, like comics and managers and shit. And it's not. And so now when I do go to like the improv, yeah, I have to avoid people. It's no, just so bad. stay out of it, man. Stay away. <laughs> oh, hey, thank you very much. Looks great. For the record. Matt Knutson's breakfast has spanned two tables. <laughs> we actually set the pancakes on <laughs> Yeah, here you go, you glutton. Oh, thank you very much. I'm not going to get through. Oh, when you said the great big breakfast, you meant the great big breakfast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was just a marketing term. <laughs> it's a real deal thing. Brent yeah, and I, do you know how Brent and I met? Sorry, no, no, please. I, I, I want to hear the story. One of my favorite nights in comedy ever. <laughs> Which is kind of sad, I guess, when no, I think about it. I love it, man. We're, he was, where were you working? LA Comedy Club. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was working some fly-by-night club. Oh, this it's is already, in Vegas? Yeah, it's in Vegas. It's already closed down. It closed down like two weeks after this. Oh, day. yeah, Big Owls. Big Owls. And their show was at 7, and I was off stage by 7.40, you know. So I went over... I had Brian Regan on my podcast. Cool. And Brian was heading over to see Jimmy Dore and invited me along, and Brant was opening for Jimmy. Yeah. And uh, Regan got a limo, him and his girlfriend, and we just drove around Vegas drinking and eating tacos till 6 in the morning. That's awesome. In the back of Brian Regan's limo. It was great. Wow. I forgot about that. I didn't. I tell that story every time. Every time I get a chance. Yeah. Especially the, you, you know, to yourself. Mm-hmm. When you're at some other show, you're like, well, there was one point where you <laughs> were in the back of the limo with Brian Regan, so... Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about it. I always say that's the night that people think stand-up comedy is always like, but happens like once every four years. Right. Unless you're Brian Regan. Mm-hmm. In which case, that's what it's always like. Well, shit, we went to that little Mexican. That place was good, too. And it was so Mexican at, like, 4 in the morning. I mean, was... in the ghetto, we pull up in a stretch limo. Because <laughs> Brian was dating this young-ass girl from Austin. Yeah, he still is. No, it was done. No, they got back together. Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah, I think oh. so. She lives in Austin now, though. Wow. Wait, he does? She does. Oh, well, she, she moved, moved back, back to Austin, but I think they're still kind of, like, seeing oh, each really? other. Oh, really? Someone told me to drop yeah, on and off then. But it was so Mexican that the woman behind the counter said, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> in, a, in a hugely uh, you know Spanish what, accent. You know what Brant said? What are we doing here? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but that's not quite what you want for your customer service. You're mm-hmm. trying to scare them out. Incredible. Oh, yeah, it was great. Wow. That's pretty amazing. I remember we went to this little shitty bar called the Champagne Room, and they have a little stage. I mean, a stage like the size of this table. Mm-hmm. And it's a fascinating thing that I want to ask Brian about it. But anytime I've ever been with Brian, if there's a stage anywhere, he'll always go up and get on it. No matter how big or small. Just stand on it. Not just do Just stand on it yeah. and just kind of scan the room. And I, I just am fascinated by it. I think it's so cool. 
but we're in this shitty little bar, and he he goes and steps on the stage, and I remember there's maybe like six people in there, and mm-hmm. we just start heckling. I'm like, come on, Brian, just do a hot five, and I was just because he won't perform in Vegas. That's right. like his rule because he lives right, there. But right. wow. it was fun to just heckle Brian Regan. I was like, this is so weird, just being drunk, saying, come on, tell some jokes, dickhead. Yeah. Brian Regan's just standing there. Do dirt cup. Come on, guys. Do the dirt cup. Come on, guys. How many Such kinds cool. of jars you want to open? You want to open all kinds of jars? <laughs> so it's funny cool. you mention that. I didn't realize that because yeah. he did that in L.A. Comedy Club too yeah. before they tore down the stage. He went he'll up and got on the stage. I've, I always watch him and he'll always... Huh. Yeah, I, um, I saw him in Thousand Oaks and then it was a great show but I, they had a little meet and greet before the show my manager like set it up so you can go back and, you know, and I had performed with um, Dennis, you know, his brother Dennis and then I no Jimmy, and so it kind of referenced that. So sure. it took me out of the fan zone a little bit. Yeah. Either that or it just made me feel like I was explaining myself. <laughs> I know you're... And then we hung out at the L.A. Comedy Club at Bally's. Yeah, yeah. When I was, that was the beginning of my tour. Yeah, right before you took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I met Brian. It's funny, when the first time I met Brian, I almost fucked it up so bad because I'd gotten up with my girlfriend, oh. and I was going to the club and it was actually LA Comic Club was at the Hard Rock then and I was just so mad at her and I walked in I was just looking for someone to yell at like a dickhead you know right and, right. and uh, I walk in and you know how we always have comics always have a table to sit at that's like our table and I walk in and I see this dude I see a blonde chick and then this dude with in like a flowered shirt with his hair dyed blonde and glasses sitting in the comics table and I start walking over there and I, I think it was Claude Shires, and I was like, Claude, who the fuck is in our table? And I'm as I'm passing him, just on a right. beeline to just take out all my anger and yell at these people. And then he's like, that's Brian Regan. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, Brian Regan's about to watch me perform. I'm going to yell at him anyway. No, 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 no. no. Then I just, like, then I, I, I think I just immediately at the brakes and turned around. I was like, holy shit, i got to get my shit together. Brian yeah, man. Regan's right. here. Maybe I'm not gonna do dude. my improvised three minutes at the top about the fight I just got. In. Yeah, it's so funny. He's yeah, he's such a cool guy, man. dude, man. and he paid for everything that oh. night. Wow. That, for, that time I was with him, that time we at the end of the night there was like eight of us, and he gave everybody a hundred dollars to play roulette. And he was like, if you win, you keep the money, give me back the hundred. If you lose, don't worry about Jeez. it. Wow. And we were just sitting there, and he gives all the girls because then by that time, my me and my girlfriend made up because I was like, come down here, Brian Regan's here. And we all hung out, and then but then I just got to sit there with Tom Rhodes and Brian Regan talking comedy while the girls played roulette. I was wow. like, I don't need this. I mean, I needed the hundred dollars, and I was like, this is way cooler. Experience. Ironically enough, like last week, I listened to your roulette wheel story. Oh, I got really? arrested. It was in the rooftop comedy SoundCloud feed. Oh, I was right. like, oh Brian! And so I clicked. I clicked on it. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing story. I took the roulette ball and threw it at oh. a cop. Uh, who's ever listening has to just listen for themselves. These security, I almost got to fight the security guard the other day at Chick Fil A, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> Chick Fil A. Do you try to on your gay rights? Do you think you should no, be married to a man? To... So, everyone has parts of this Rite Aid across from Chick Fil A on Hollywood. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I mean, I deserve this, of course. I'm, I'm always a douche. I have to openly say that in the beginning, but I had the young girl with me from sweet from Holland and then her friend from Norway. So I got these two smoking out twenty two year olds with me. And I've been hanging out with them all day and I'm just te- they're all worried about getting in trouble to, and have them get get sent home because they're just dumb and they don't know anything. Sure. So all day I'm Plus just you're like, always threatening to deport them. You know, <laughs> if this doesn't go my way. Uh. So all day I'm just telling them, man, it's America, just do whatever the fuck you want. There's no you can do whatever you want here, no one cares. So we get there and we park. And they're like, you're not allowed to park here. I'm like, what I teach you guys? It's America. We do whatever fuck we want, so I get out. And the guy's like, hey, man, you can't park here. I'm like, why can't I? Because it's super right. your It's America line. Yeah. Hey, well, come on, it's America. It's the right eight customers only. I go, well, we're going to go eat, and then I'm going to get my pharmacy, get some from the pharmacy on the way out. It's just, you know, and then we just fight back and forth. And then I finally just have to concede and get back in my car and literally drive across the street and park at Chick-fil-A so embarrassed. And the girl from Holland's like, while you were arguing, two people parked and got to walk over because he... <laughs> <laughs> I just, just got to this country, hasn't already dialed in. I'm just sitting there so eating dinner so mad at this guy. Like, why Why did you try so hard at this stupid... That's what I tweeted about it, too. Like, if you'd have tried hard, this hard in life, you wouldn't have become a security guard. But 
I was so like, oh, I was so mad at him. I just hate security guards so much. Well, that's just from living in Vegas. I, right. They'd always, you just give them a little power. They think they, like, no, I don't have to listen to you. I really don't. Right. Well, right. Matt almost got shot by a cop today who didn't open the door for him. <laughs> really? We're bringing it full circle. <laughs> no, I didn't get almost shot. But the cop, like, you know, came in before me, and I was, like, three feet behind him, and he didn't hold the door. He just, like, let it kind of close in my face. That's good. That's good. Cops aren't doing good today. <laughs> I'm gonna try to figure out who that Rollins cop is, and then I'm gonna try to I'm gonna tell him he can go up on my show, and then just let him eat shit. That's my favorite thing to do. Oh really? I do it all the time. Yeah. When, anytime someone says that to me, like, oh, I could do it. I'm funny. I go, oh, cool. I'll get you up. You can go up tonight, you know. And then the few people that have the balls, and I just sit in the back and just laugh. Oh, wow. Shit. I would and love watch to see that. Come over with their, you know, tail between their legs and be like. That's way harder, I guess. And I go, well, yeah. Now, if you want to talk to me like a human being, I'll give you some pointers and tell you about comedy. But yeah, right. anytime someone's arrogant, I'm like, oh, I can get you on right now. Right? <laughs> Even if I was headlining like the garden and someone did that to me, I, go, I can get you five minutes. I'll take it right out of my time. Let's, <laughs> let's go see how good you really are. Yeah. Oh, wow. Has anybody ever scored, though? No. <laughs> you know how hard this shit is. <laughs> Not the I didn't even score in Braille last week. Right. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I worked my ass off, but I'm never. Uh, well, they think they can just go up there and talk. That's yeah. the thing. They're like, I'm funny, man. I could just, and I, I'll be like, yeah, you should just write something down. I mean, I'm really funny all the time. Oh, okay. Well, then let's just go find out how funny you are. This is just coming off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, not in an entertaining way, but I mean, I'm absolutely. <laughs> As long as I don't stop talking, I'm sure I'm going to do great. I'm sure I'll find something. Oh. I love it, man. Just because, I mean, I guess it's kind of a compliment because they see you do it. And if you do good, then they think it's you make it's it look easy, easy yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. if you're really good. So I should take it more as a compliment. But I'm just like, oh, really? You could do this just like me? Okay, well, <laughs> great. Come on, man. I got a show tomorrow night. It'd be so great if they eat shit, and then you're like, watch how it's done, and then you go and eat shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I could have done that. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that happens, too. Mm. All right, y'all. I'm going to hit stop. This has been super fun. Was it Twitter at, at... Oh, are we done? Yeah. We're, we're, we're still waiting for the rest of your breakfast. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> we've, done it. we've done it now. We're all right. All right. So it's at... At Murray V on Twitter. At Murray V on Twitter. And my podcast is Road Stories at roadstories.tv. Both of these gentlemen have been on a few I times. I had a phenomenal time. I did yes. it with uh, uh, Adam Hammer. Adam and, Hammer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Hammer. The Hammer. The Hammer. And um, Jake Johansson. Oh, Jake, Jake yeah. who just texted me, as a matter of fact. Well, that's funny. Yeah. I was stuck with Jay Larson and uh, <laughs> Andrew Slater, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're Andrew Slater. You guys were one of my favorite. No, you guys had a good Andrew. story. They had like one story that lasted the whole hour. Oh, yeah. I love I it. Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. That's one of those where I get to sit back and be a fan. <laughs> so if you're listening, find that episode on oh, yes. RealStories.tv. Or subscribe and on iTunes for free. Sorry. <laughs> and Brand Tobler on Twitter. Yeah, just Brand Tobler. B R A N D T T O B L E R. I'll be there. Love it. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thanks. And just like that, that was episode 65. Murray Valeriano, Brant Tobler. Thank you both to them for hanging out. Thank you to you for hanging out. Make sure and find them online and support Brant's tour. He is uh, He's going to be out there for about a month and a half. So a high tide raises all the boats and we all need support. So make sure and find him. Go on his website, buy a t-shirt, subscribe to Murray's podcast. Uh, do it. Come on. If you had t-shirts and a podcast, they would support you. I'm just saying. It is the Grab and Lunch Podcast. New episodes come out every Saturday. Uh, no new episode next Saturday. Like I said, running the LA Marathon, but I am back March 21st. In the meantime, uh, subscribe to the show and uh, and be be good to each other. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalibari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller.